Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. the west of your power. Thank you, you who knows the ending from the beginning. Thank you, Father. You who created time, step out of time and control times. You who hold our lives and our future in your hands. You are he who enthroned kings and dethroned kings. What a mighty God we serve. Heaven and earth adore you. Angels but they bow before you. You love us so much that you have emptied heaven to have us. You gave us Jesus. You gave us your Holy Spirit. We are grateful to you. We bless your name, Father. We thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Voice of your mercies that were not consumed. Morning by morning, new mercies we receive. All we need that your hands has provided. Great Lord is your faithfulness unto us. We bow to the throne and say glory and honor to you. We worship you this morning for the gift of life. We worship you for the gift of health, the gift of salvation. We bless you this morning for the privilege to be loved, to be chosen by you as your own head. Blessed be your name. And so this morning, Spirit of the living God, I step aside and I ask you to take your place. Wear me as your hand glove and express yourself really through me this morning. Bring every heart, every ear under the sound of my voice to you. Encounter all. Answer every question in every heart. Heal the sick. Set the captive free. Save the unsaved. Establish the strength, the saints in the name of Jesus. We return all glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. And glory. Praise the Lord somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kune Senior. The, the, the trumpets you had this morning is by Kunle Senior from Chicago. He gave us a Chicago flag this morning. Praise the Lord. No wonder the weather they, today dropped because he brought coal also. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you so much. The intermediate 
Because that's the coolest thing you, you, you have. KJ. The, the KJ. Uh, so you are the intermediate. Yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I welcome you to this time with the Holy Spirit. We promise that your life will not be the same again. Amen. You ain't walking out the same way you came in this Amen. morning. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody say much more. It's my portion. It's my portion. In, this year in this year of great and mighty things. In every area. Much more Hallelujah. Amen. Before we read the Bible, can you make this declaration with me? This is who I am. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm eternally redeemed. I'm eternally forgiven. I'm eternally delivered. I am eternally blessed and cannot be cursed. Do you believe that? Yes, sir. I want you to hear yourself. This is who I am. This is who I am. By the blood of Jesus Christ. I am eternally redeemed. I am eternally forgiven. I am eternally delivered. I am eternally blessed. It cannot be caused. It cannot be caused. Glory to God. Amen. That's who you are. You declare it every day. You will always see the backside of the enemy. Amen. Glory to God. We started this journey. Spread out. Think big. Last Sunday, we dealt with God got me fully covered. Somebody say, God got me fully covered. Today, we want to wrap it up. God got me fully covered. So, fear not. Somebody say, so, fear not. You see, somebody will walk into the hospital or the clinic or the doctor's office by himself. Eating, doing everything, <clears throat> healthy. But you notice that that same person that walked into the doctor's office or drove himself or herself to the doctor. In quote, that same person couldn't walk out. What changed? Fear is destructive. Many die because of fear, not because of the sickness. There are many today living in our community, in our society, that are arrested by fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of what is going to happen. Some are in marriage, they are full of fear of what will be before the marriage. Some are so arrested by fear of their children, so they can't let go. They want to go to college, they want to go to high school, but you can't release them because of fear. The Bible says children are the 
The blessings of God, right? The fruit of the womb is its reward. They belong to God. They come from God. They are God's property. They, they are God's. So God watches over them. Jesus says, forbid not the little children to come to me. For he said in the presence of God, in, in God's kingdom, he said there are angels are always around. You understand what I'm saying? God gave children, God takes care of them. They are precious to God. But you notice that some parents are so afraid. You are afraid of what will befall them. Can you keep them by yourself? Afraid of what am I going to wear? But you're not naked. You have a job. Instead of thanking God for the job, you are afraid of losing the job. Job says, that which I am afraid of have befallen me. May that not come upon you in the name of Jesus. God got you fully covered, not partially. It means he, you are his responsibility. That's the literal way to put it. You are his responsibility because you belong to God. You are precious to him. Praise the Lord. We told us that you should not buy what man says about you. Man does not have what it takes to qualify or define you. Because man did not make or create you. You know what I'm saying? So we want to deal with some issues this morning. If you understand and know that God have you fully covered... Like my dad, you, you go to bed. You live a life of fast living. You thank him. You appreciate him. Your own is to bask in his presence and enjoy his goodness. Enjoy his love for you. We said last Sunday that many are in church, but they don't know how precious they are to God, that they are loved by God. When the Bible says you have been accepted in the beloved, it means you are the loved child of God. This sound, can they please do something about it? You are the loved side of the most high God. Praise the Lord. We started with Isaiah 54. We are from verse number 11. I'm reading from New Living Translation this morning. Okay. Message translation. Let's continue with message. Afflicted city, storm battered, unpitied. I'm about to rebuild you with stones. Of talkers, lay your foundations with sapphires, 
Construct your towers with rubies, your gates with jewels, and all your walls with precious stones. All your children will have God for their teacher. What a mentor for your children. Because children are so precious to God. You will be built solid, grounded in righteousness. Far from any trouble, nothing to fear. Praise God. No matter the storm, we said that the love of God will carry you through every storm of life, right? But you have to know it. You have to know that you are loved. You have to receive the love of God. You have to believe it. Praise God. Far from terror, it won't even come close. If anyone attacks you, don't for one moment suppose that I sent them. And if any should attack, nothing will come of it. How can you have these assurances and you are still being afraid? When the cockroach annoys in the room, the person will not sleep that room that night. That chapter 1 verse 7, you are not given the spirit of fear, of power, but of power of love and of what? Sound mind. You don't permit fear in your life. Praise God. I remember those days when we were growing up in the city of Lagos in Nigeria in West Africa. My senior brother will always call us and say that. Don't be afraid because the person that you are afraid of is afraid of you. As a teenager, whenever I'm coming home and the night driving, so I'll put my full beam on. Because he said, he taught me, never you fear or be afraid of anyone. Because they are seeing the light of your car. They don't know who is behind the wheel. And they don't know what you are coming with. Praise God. Do they know that? Do they know who is behind the wheel? Do they know what you are coming with? That was the psych that my senior brother sacked me with. And created confidence in me as a young teenager that I can face anything. And that's what I carried into my adulthood. When I gave my life to Christ, I said, wow. Because what you are afraid of is afraid of you. We used to have a, a bully in our school those days that terrorized everybody. Both my cousins, all of them were terrorized. We went to the public tap. That way we usually fetch water those days. It's not like today that you have everything in your about in the house, in house. So we went to the public tap, and this bully took over the whole place. All of a sudden, 
I said, this guy that is terrorizing everybody doesn't have seven heads. I stood against him. And that was the end of his terror in that place. What you are afraid of is afraid of you. You don't know how far you can go until you dare to try. Now, bring it home as a child of God. You have Jesus. You have the Holy Ghost. You have the angels. You have innumerable company of angels, right? You have the blood of Jesus. You have the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, all things in heaven on earth and beneath the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now why are you afraid? When you are the headquarter of God on earth, I rebuke fear in your life today. I terminate fear in any form or shape in the name of Jesus. Refuse and reject fear. Fear is a torment. Know that God got you fully covered, not partially covered. You are his responsibility. I create now, and if any should attack, nothing will come of it. I create the blacksmith who fires up his forge, makes a weapon designed to kill. I also create the destroyer. Do you see that? My dad, Bishop Mice, who preached the message, head or tail will win. And there's no fatal failure for a child of God. The God that is your father is a terrible one that doeth terrible things in righteousness. Think about it. All powers belongs to him. Why are you terrified? Why are you afraid? And the Bible says you have innumerable company of angels backing you. Mr. President of the United States, go to any country in the world, shoulder high, because he knew the strength of the security behind him, right? But we are talking about much more than the security of all the president put together is with you. It's with you. The Bible said the righteous are as bold as lion. Because fear rob you of your confidence. Fear rob you of your faith. Fear rob you of your boldness. Fear rob you of your authority. Jesus says, behold, see, know and understand. I have given you authority. Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon all. Somebody say all. All the abilities of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Your fear fears you. 
That's why you must not be afraid. Praise the Lord. He said he created destroyers. But no weapon that can hurt you has ever been forged. Think about it. No weapon. There is nothing that can hurt you that have been created. Think about it. King King James Version said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I love this translation. You see, there is no weapon that can harm you or hurt you that has ever been created. So you think about it. So this will create confidence and boldness in you. And it will make you to trust God and depend on him more. Praise God. Glory to God. Any accuser who takes you to call will be dismissed as a liar. You see that? This is what God's servants can expect. I will see to it that everything works out for the best. That's God's desire for you. Everything work out for what? The best. Not some. Everything. Praise God. Someone say, God got me fully covered. So I refuse to fear. Refuse to fear. Reject fear. You know. Well, we read in that verse 17, it says that there is no weapon that is created that can harm or hurt you. So you have to know that. Because, why? Because you are full responsibility of God. God's full responsibility. The Bible calls him our impenetrable defense. You know what I'm saying? It's our shield is our buckler. Our refuge. A covering from every harm. Impenetrable defense. Praise God. Know that you are God's full responsibility. Not partial responsibility. You are God's full responsibility. That's who you are. You are the apple of his own eye. Anything that touches you, touches him. You are his beloved son. You are his beloved daughter. He purchased you with his life. Paul writing in Acts of the Apostles, the church whom God purchased with his own blood. You cost God his life. You say, oh, me? Yes, you. That's how powerful and expensive you are. That's how dear you are to God. That God who reach out. You have nothing to offer. He reached out to you. I, I must have him. He paid in full. Praise God. Paid in full. Praise the Lord. He has fully secured you and absolutely nothing, no creature, no power, no name 
has what it takes to harm you. You understand what I'm saying? So when we speak like this, we are not speaking religion. We are speaking reality, the truth. Jesus speaking in John chapter 8 verse 32. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. When he said that there is no weapon forged or created that can harm or hurt you. It means nothing, absolutely nothing. No creature, no power, no name has what it takes to harm you or hurt you. Because for them to harm or hurt you, they have to go through God first and go through Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. Somebody said, Father, give me revelation. Give me insight. Give me understanding of who I am to you. This my notebook. Can you give me that card, baby girl? You see how small this card is. That's how you are to God. He hid you inside him in Christ. Right? So, anyone that have to reach you will what? So everywhere you go, what happened? You are going with him. Right? You carry him everywhere you go. So whoever wants to hurt or harm you have to pass through him first, right? Then Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the angels. You don't even know how dangerous you are. Someone said, God got me covered, fully covered. So that is it. In this 2024, you have to know this. You see, you cannot give what you don't have. The reason why we are not doing the work of the kingdom is because we don't know and understand our place in the kingdom and the resources available to us. You understand what I'm saying? That spent a lot of time this morning talking about the importance of evangelism. And that's the reason why we are living. We are not here living for heaven. You understand what I'm saying? We are not on earth living for heaven. I've told us this many times. We are not on earth living to make babies or to buy cars and build houses. No. Because the day we drop dead and die. Is any of those things going with us? So why do you spend all your life on what you cannot go with? But on that which the only thing you, you will go with, nobody cares about it. Is it not ignorance? The Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. 
Because the only thing that God leave this earth with you is the souls you bring to God. You understand what I'm saying? The souls you bring to the kingdom. What you do for God is the only thing that will leave this earth with you. Every other thing, your real estate, no, no, none, nada is going with you. Think about it. We spend time to acquire chains of degree. The, am I saying you should not go have degrees? Remember my prayer and declarations, scholarship to PhD level, right? For all our children. But why are we neglecting the most important thing? Somebody say, God got me fully covered. I say no to fear. No to fear. Now look at what Jesus told us. Remember that irrespective of the shape or form they come with, it cannot harm or hurt you. You understand what I'm saying? Most of the time we quote the scripture, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Do, do we really understand it? What it means? The same person that is quoting, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, runs from wrath, runs from cockroach. Run from crickets. Ant in the house or somewhere, you know, he can enter. I have been telling us, and I keep telling us, we must break the yoke of religion of our lives. We must blow the breach of religion and embrace relationship. Intimate relationship. Someone say with me, it's a call to relationship. Relationship is no relationship where there's no fellowship and communication. It's not a religious call. It's a call to relationship. Those of us that have parents at home, do you feel application to have audience with your parents? Huh? Do you apply for visa before you can have audience with your parents? And parents, do you shut your children out? You go to your, whether they are in office anywhere, mom, dad, because it's a relationship. And the parent know that you are more important to him or her than that office. John writing. He said, now are we sons of God. Now. Now means what? Now. First John chapter 3. 
give it to me. First John chapter 3. We'll come back to what we're reading. First John chapter 3. From verse 1, New King James Version. It says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. Did he say the, the master? He said what? The Father has bestowed upon us. That we should be called children of God. King James Version says sons of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because he did not know him. Beloved, now are we children of God and it has not been yet revealed what we shall be. But we know, not in the dark, we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. New Living Translation says, See how very much our Father loves us. Our Father loves us. God is God to every other creature, including the ant and the grain of sand. It's God to them. The elephant, the reptiles, the fish, the whales, he is God to them. All of them have the same place as God. You understand what I'm saying? Because he created them all. The rain come upon the grain of sand, right? And the elephants and the lions. The mountains and the valleys, right? He's God to them. But you are the privileged few that he has raised beyond other level. Call sons, call children. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what it means? To have God as your father? To be called sons of God? A son can never be a servant in that house. I don't care how bad that son is, right? If you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are a child of God. Sonship of God is not how far, it's not attained by title in the church. Or how long you have been in that church. You know what I'm saying? The only access to that title is Jesus. When you made Jesus Lord and Savior of your soul, you are a child of God. And God takes everything about you personally. He upgrades you to the highest level, to where he he belong higher above every other creature. Glory to God. Higher than the angels. Are you hear what I'm saying? Higher what? Than the angels. 
higher than any other creature because you belong to him. You have to know this. You have to understand it. When you know and understand it, it will create confidence in you. Boldness in you. It makes you to see the things of God as your own thing. Because his kingdom is, is a father's business, right? It's a family affair. I've been telling us this and I'll continue to tell us this. It's all about God's family. What we are doing. When after all is said and done, the whole church world will gather together as one family. Big family of God. You understand what I'm saying? Irrespective of your color, your race, your tribe, your culture, your title. Praise God. Do you know that God doesn't have grandchildren? The same platform that I stand is where you stand. As the children of God. We are all his children. The apostles, the evangelists, the teachers, we are all. All this title here for our for administrative purpose on this part. Praise God. You say what? See how very much our Father loves us. For he calls us his children. And that's what we are. Do you see that? That's what we are. That's what we are. So you don't need to be afraid. You are his responsibility. Everything that is God is doing is for your benefit. Just as your parents at home, that business they established, that house they bought, is for you to inherit. Right? It would be foolish for you to be working against the building or the, uh, or the business of your parents. It means that something is wrong with your brain. Because that is your inheritance. Child of God, do you know that eh, the work of God is your inheritance? It's family business. I've said this many times and I'll continue to say it. Walmart is everywhere in the United States, right? Even into some countries, few countries outside the United States, you have Walmart. Now, any child, any woman or, or man or boy or girl born into that family automatically have a place, right? He has an inheritance. So if that Walmart member, family member, go and start setting all the Walmart business on fire. Who is he doing? Do you know that's what many people are doing in the church? Destroying the work. Working against the work of God. Because you don't know. It's family business. Pastor will come and preach and preach, sweat and shout. You go home and be doing the same thing. 
Because you don't know. Praise God. Message say, what marvelous love the Father has extended to us. Just look at it. We are called children of God. That is who we really are. That is who we really are. That's our reality. So you are not like any other person out there. They have the same degree with you. They are not saved. You are not the same. You go to the same mall. You are not the same. You go to the same restaurant. You are not the same. But it is your responsibility to let them know the father's desire, your father's desire for them. Because the father wants all to be saved. I hear me. It is the will of God that all should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Because he has already paid for them. You, you understand what I'm saying? Jesus has already died for them. Anytime somebody die and go to hell, he has wasted the sacrifice of Jesus on his account. And it's on us. Because somebody told you, right? And that's why you are now a child of God. Somebody minister to you, right? Praise God. Now, Jesus speaking to us in John chapter 16, verse 33. Look at it. Somebody said, God have me fully covered. So I refuse to fear. Give it to me in Amplified Classic. John chapter 16, verse 33. John 16, 33. Look at it. He said, I have told you, we just read in that Isaiah 54, that there's no weapon that is created to harm you, that can harm you, all right? Look at it, Jesus. I have told you these things so that in me, not in the church, not in religion, in me, praise God, so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you have tribulations and trials. So outside Jesus, there is tribulation and trials. You understand what I'm saying? But inside him is safety, security, peace. You understand what I'm saying? And that is why if you love somebody, you call somebody your friend. And you don't let him know what you have. He's not your friend. Your colleague in the office, no matter how much you hate him or her, you don't let him or her know about Jesus. You are, you are mean. You are wicked. That's it. Because outside Jesus is what? Tribulations. is trials. is distress. is frustration. Outside him. But inside Jesus is security. Because God got you fully covered. You are his responsibility. So he deal with every issue. As a matter of fact, before they come close to him, they have evaporated. 
the Bible was, I was reading the Psalms. He said, what makes you at to, to flee like ram? He said, tremble before the Lord. Tremble at his presence. You understand what I'm saying? No one can stand the presence of God. Not even the enemy. The Bible says that the, the demons, they, believe, they know that he is alive and they, what, they tremble. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. If fear is sharing the space with you, the peace is stolen. That's why you must not allow fear in. You know what I'm saying? He has given you his peace, his own peace. Peace is about what happens on the inside of you. Happiness is about what happens outside. You know what I'm saying? In the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheers. Take courage. Be confident. Be certain. Be undaunted. Undaunted. Never allow anything to trouble you or ruffle you. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing should ruffle your feather. For I have overcome the world. Not a will. It is a don't deed. The word. John, 1 John chapter 4 verse 14. For this purpose the son of God was manifested to do what? To destroy the works of the devil. That's first. John chapter 3 verse 8. 1 John 4 4 is greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Praise God. You are of God, little children. You have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He has overcome. He has conquered the world for you. I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. You see that? The world does not, does not have what it takes to harm or hurt you as long as you are in Christ. And have conquered it for you. You understand what I'm saying? No matter how much you hate that cousin of yours, that niece, that auntie, uncle, stepbrother, stepsister. Don't, would you like him or her to enjoy this? Huh? Praise the Lord. Give me Romans chapter 8. Verse 31. And 32 in TPT. Romans 8, 31 and 32. Somebody said, God got me covered. So I said, No to fear. 
So what does all this mean? If God has determined to stand with us, tell me who then could ever stand against us? For God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure. Do you see that? The gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as the sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give. Now, give me message of the same. Look at message. So what do you think with God on our side like this? How can we lose? Do you see that? Somebody said, God got me fully covered. I say no to fear. Nothing will make you lose. Nothing. If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, do you see that? I told us he gave us everything, right? He gave us Jesus, he gave us the Holy Ghost. So he emptied all heaven out. And we have innumerable company of angels. Innumerable means what? Beyond number. You don't even know how dangerous you are. Now look at it. He said he put everything on the line for you. Pause and think about it. God did what? Deliberately and intentionally and purposefully put everything on the line for you. Because of who you are to him. His child, his son. His beloved child. Precious. No wonder he told us in Isaiah. He said, because you are precious to me, I have loved you, I have honored you, and I will give men for your sake and peoples for you. If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, Embracing our condition as rotten as we were, he accepted us. You understand what I'm saying? He took our rottenness and gave us his life. You understand what I'm saying? Gave us his life, gave us his wholeness, gave us his righteousness, gave us his holiness. He put his life on the inside of us, gave us his own DNA. You understand what I'm saying? So this is who you are. You must wake up to your reality. That's what we are talking this morning. Money come to church. Religious. I'm going to church with my dad or with my mom or my friends. No! You must wake up to the reality. That you, God meant business with you. You know what I'm saying? God what? Meant business with you. 
So you have to know it. You are precious to him. You are important to him. You are valuable to him. He did it all. You have no input. So job is to what? Enjoy it. Receive it and enjoy it. We are called to receive. We are called to enjoy. You understand what I'm saying? Now what we are talking now, imagine people that lived during the time of Moses. Elijah them. Look at Aaron. I am a priest, right? Is there any blood around here? Is there any fire here? You, every one of you looking at me now, before you can enter this temple, this auditorium, you have to make sacrifice. You understand what I'm saying? Just to come in and listen to the word for you to be accepted by God. To cleanse you of all the... You understand what I'm saying? You have to... So, the, around the altar, the blood flowed, both old and new. You understand what I'm saying? But God said, no. That time has passed. Now, Jesus wants glory to God. Jesus wants and for all time sacrifice himself. He became our own sacrifice. Glory to God. Once. Once. So that when you have him, you have the record of Jesus before God. So God no more see your record. He sees Jesus. That's why he says, I give you my name. Go in my name. Praise God. As you call, Father, in the name of Jesus, he sees Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? So the door is open. Don't wonder Paul told us, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, say, let us now come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace for help in time of need. All because of Jesus. That is why if you understand this, you make sure that you are, everyone close to you must have this Jesus that you have. If at all you believe you have him. If you understand the reality of Jesus in your life. Praise God. Somebody said, God got me fully covered. I say no to fear. So many people are full of insecurity. So many people, like as I said, they are afraid of what to eat or what to wear or what to drink. Pastor Chi talked about that this morning during Sunday school class. Fear. Fear. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 34. He knows what you want. He knows your need. Praise God. You hang on to him. He'll clothe you. You understand what I'm saying? He will deck you with his glory. 
So when you get home, read that Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 24. But look at this. Our responsibility. Matthew chapter. Okay, let's, let's just run through that Matthew. New Living Translation. Matthew. New Living Translation. Let me be fast. That is why. I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Everyday life. You understand what I'm saying? Don't worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in bounds. For your heavenly father feeds them. Do you see? Look at it. Your heavenly father feeds them. If your father could take care of beds, what about you? And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Why worry about your clothing? Look at the ladies of the field and how they grow. They don't walk or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the white flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Somebody missed the place to say amen. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. That's 33-34. I want to read it from message. Look at it. 33-34. It says, Deep your life in God's reality. Steep your life in God's reality. Steep your life in God's initiative. Steep your life in God's provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You will find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen. Do you see that tomorrow? Don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come when the time comes. Praise God. Steep. That word jumped. That is what our responsibility, our concern, praise God, where we supposed to get engaged, praise God. To steep is to marinate. To steep is to saturate, is to soak. You know what I'm saying? You soak. For example, you soak a tea bag in hot water, right? To get out the flavor. 
You understand what I'm saying? You cannot get the flavor or even that chicken or fish if it's not well marinated, right? Submerge, saturate. And I say, steep your life in God's reality. Saturate your life. Soak your life in God's reality. It's reality for you. He's your father. He's your source. He loves you. Praise God. Soak your life in God's initiative. And God's provisions. This is where what is meant to be done by you. If he loves you. And you're a member of this great family. You reach out to others. To benefit from this. What you are benefiting in the family. Because the desire of your father. Is to have large and big family. You understand what I'm saying? For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever. Who believe in him will not perish. But have everlasting life. It is the will of God that all should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So you are here to, as the ambassador of Christ to advertise the kingdom, the family you belong. Praise God. If you're a member of the family, your job is to market the family and let them know my family is the best. My family is the greatest. In my family, there is no death. There is no sorrow. There is no pain. There is no tribulation. There is peace. There is security. It's not what we read. Praise God. Somebody say, God got me covered. That's your job. Steep your life in God's reality. In God's initiative. God's provision. I want you to talk to God this morning. Ask God's grace to marinate, to submerge, and saturate, saturate your life in Him. Saturate your life in Him. Praise God. Glory to God. You under the sound of my voice. You have heard how much God loves you. Jesus Christ is the proof of God's love to you. He died for you. He went to hell for you. He just invites you to come and enjoy a life of security. He took all your sins. Why not receive him as your Lord and Savior? Have him as your covering. I want to pray with you. Say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, help me to live this kingdom life you on earth. 
and enjoy all the full benefits as a member of this great family. Thank you for saving me and setting me free. In Jesus' name. If you believe, if you made that prayer with all your heart, welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.